Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. My name is Ray Park. You may know me as playing Dark Moon, Phantom Menace, Wilm and also... Solo and Star Wars story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast, the force is strong with you all. And remember, sit forward. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best, and may the force be with you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. My name is David. I'm Matt. And I'm Brooke. And this is where we talk about all things Star Wars. This past week... We got a YouTube video from Disney for the Galactic Star Cruiser da, 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 da. opening spring 2022 at Disney World. Disney World only, not Disneyland. So where do you think the guests will park that are going to the Galactic Star Cruiser? There's going to have to be some kind of parking like out there somewhere. Maybe they'll have like an underground car park. Because I'm assuming it says you're gonna, it's gonna seem like you're like blasting off. So it's probably gonna look like there's the parking lot. And you're probably gonna have some structure that's gonna look like some sort of like spaceport, and then you'll get in there and they'll quote unquote blast you up to the Star Cruiser. That's well, my guess. Blast us up there, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what they talk about in the YouTube video. You can actually. Oh my gosh, see I it. didn't even see the YouTube video. I'm just a genius. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Someone get her working for Imagineering <laughs> right now. And if you're listening right now and you're like Brooke and haven't seen the video, you can go to our Facebook group and actually see the video I think that we're about one. to detail right here. So, yeah, I just showed you that first picture. This is going to be basically the drop-off point. You can see cars there. You drop off your luggage. It's basically going to be like a cruise. Um, I've never been on a cruise, but I guess it's kind of like – and it's it. and it's a hotel. It's so, a cruise that never leaves the ground. <laughs> Yeah, which is uh, probably going to be to the liking of a lot of people that don't want to be out in the ocean. But it'll be like we're going into space, though. Yeah, we're going on uh, intergalactic adventure. Take that spaceship. (laughs) Yes. Um, So, like, I think like that, like when you go to like Disney World's main website and you like go like the Galactic Star Cruiser coming to Walt Disney, blah 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 blah, and it tells you like the things you could do like with like launch pods. There's there's the atrium, which is like the the main like lobby uh, where like you can gather with passengers, but like also like cast members who are like 100 percent fully in character and costume all the time. And they have like meet and greets with characters, but they're kind of just in your world. They're not like there to meet with you. They're there to because you know, they're a part of the same world that you could also travel to the bridge and look at the ship's navigation and defense systems under the cruise like guidance like the cast members so like there's like a it's a very immersive ex- experience uh and that's not even including like the stuff you can do in your own room your own cabin with like wielding a lightsaber and like looking out of like the port window which is just like this awesome amazing like 130 screen or no i think it's 170 degree and screen or something like that yeah if those windows are true to form there those are going to be some really big screens and apparently you're going to be able to shoot the cannons off of your ship 
and they're going to teach you how to do that because apparently there's a specific way you have to do that. But yeah, you're going to be, it's going to be a very immersive experience. And unfortunately, when I went to Galaxy's Edge, it wasn't that immersive because it was during COVID. So I didn't get a lot of the immersion. I'm looking uh, at a picture of them playing um, in the Sublight Lounge. They're playing like a holographic version of Sabacc. Um, Oh, that's fun. Yeah. And then there's like the the Crown Acrylia dining room, which is like this, like the main dining hall inside that one right there. Yep. That's that's the picture I wanted to see because that's what I'm talking about. Uh, They have like it says enjoy unforgettable meals in a setting known throughout the galaxy for first class cuisine and intriguing conversation. I know it's just in such an inviting space and invites me to converse with my friends among the galaxy. Yeah, one thing they talked about in the YouTube <clears throat> video is that all your meals will be included, so you don't have to pay for anything. So, oh, that's nice. It's, I mean, are we? Just I'm sure there's always the available. For up- <laughs> I'm sure there's availability for upgrades all the time. Like, yeah, most likely. And like, I imagine like the idea of alcoholic beverages is going to be uh, something that we talk about, like with the the same scenario in the cantina. Are those kinds of same beverages going to be offered? Uh, we haven't seen like an official like menu that I that I know of of the any of the dining experiences that are within the Star Cruiser. I don't know anything about that. I'd like to though. Yeah, I don't I, think a menu I has been released think, yet. I would think that they'd have roughly the same drinks. Hmm. I imagine they might want to use this as an opportunity to maybe introduce a few new beverages. Right. I could see that having roughly the same and then a couple, we'll call them exclusive ones only at Mm -hmm. the Star Cruiser. Well, in the video, they do talk about how the chefs came up with a new kind of menu. Um, Yeah, they talk about Something that's not not from Batu. So, yeah. And some of this stuff, I mean, it looks totally new compared to what you can get right now, Black Spire. It's a weird looking shrimp. <laughs> yeah. Some of those shrimp from uh, Sorgan from The Mandalorian. Mm. Delish. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and they also talked about music and a show that you're going to actually have the opportunity to uh, kind of interact with. And they did mention that while boarding to get on the Star Cruiser, mm there's potential for you to run into those performers and those performers to be interacting with you. And they brought up a scenario where you might have to smuggle some of their luggage on, on the ship for them. And then you might actually see them performing. It might be the same people. That's so, cool. Yeah. Well, I and, know Disney was holding auditions. So I had it posted. I didn't go, but they were looking for like, they were looking for like stunt people who could do like tricks and like I cannot so I did not go (laughs) so they were looking for like Kylo's and Ray's who could do like actual stunts and they were also looking for like specific like roles for like the Star Cruiser there was like a a lightsaber wielder or I I can't remember off the top of my head but there were a few wasn't that like like, the lightsaber trainer that I'm I'm, I may or may not have believe that Colin auditioned for a little bit since the video, I think. Uh, he was thinking about it. I don't think he actually did. Uh, but yes. Little sticks. I know. We rehearsed for a whole night. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, Colin is very be. good with the lightsaber. Yeah, yes, that yes. was back uh, That was back during uh, May the 4th 
Mm-hmm. Um, we were down there. We we're on vacation. Colin's like, guys, I need your help. I want to make this video so I can audition to be a, a lightsaber instructor for Star Cruiser Base. And they like, didn't what? even do it. I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. So we had a few beers and we did a couple of little things in his backyard and tried to film <laughs> it. And we're like, this is terrible. Let's do this again tomorrow. And then we didn't. So, yeah, there will be lightsaber training. And apparently some of the walls will be interactive. I like this picture. You'll be able to block blasts from some of the hallways. Mm-hmm. Or maybe this is the training. I'm not sure. But, yeah, you can, you can see a whole lot more in listen to a whole lot more detail on that YouTube video. I want to actually get a shot like that, but like like how I want to feel what Luke felt in A New Hope and side of the Do you want like a, like a shock vest? Yeah, like, that, like, like, like this, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Or like get me in the butter and like a leg. Yeah, I want to experience that. And of course we all know this already, but apparently you're going to be able to board a shuttle to go to Batuu, Black Spire, and it's a Black Spire shuttle. You can see the little logo on the side. Mm. And you'll be in there with a bunch of other characters, and of course, whatever story you choose, you can either choose to be on the light side or the dark side. It's supposed to line up with what you experience at Galaxy's Edge. When you get on the Falcon, whatever you... uh, I guess the points will actually count on the Falcon, Smuggler's Run. Um, There's interaction with Hondo, and apparently you can either have the option to just sit out the whole thing and not participate in any of the storylines, or you can participate in maybe half of it. You get to choose when and where you get to actually interact with the whole situation, which I think is pretty cool. That is really cool. Cause some people aren't going to, they're not going to want like the full thing. There's something that they're just not into. They would be more comfortable with like a, a lesser, like, you know, I'm staying at a hotel and it's just star Wars themed, but then those people who do want the full experience can still get it. So I think that's really neat. And my honest, like if I want to pay that much to go to that thing and I don't want to experience those things, you're honestly you're not there for the right reasons. <laughs> it's just my thing. Okay. If you're just jealous, you don't have that much money to blow, Matt. I just blew it on a Jeep, so. <laughs> <laughs> now someone wants to buy it, so we'll see if I can get someone in to go to uh, Star Cruiser anyways. There you go. <laughs> but there were other interesting details that the roundtable talked about here. I have some screenshots, and they did talk about it. It's your story. You get to pick and choose what you want to do. You're not going to be forced in anything. Um, and you, you can just have a total like just viewer experience. Um, and of course, Galaxy's Edge is going to be incorporated into the story as much as possible. And they talked about how they developed Galaxy's Edge and the Galactic Star Cruiser in tandem. So it's supposed to overlap. And they've been working on it for six years, apparently. And there's a shot of him talking about the overlapping. And of course, they talk about how. You don't have to know all the canon. You don't have to know what is currently, what's on the bleeding edge, like what we talk about here on the podcast. And you can just enjoy that whole experience. And of course, the, one of the big draws is going to be one uh, seeing one of these brand new lightsabers that actually um, extend and um, basically slide back into the blade like a real lightsaber like we've seen all these years on screen i've already had people ask me hey where can i buy those real lightsabers and i'm like not right now (laughs) we don't got them (laughs) 
So people are already excited about them. They're yeah, looking and, for them. Yeah, and like you talked about, Brooke, it fits perfectly for what you I love said. how you talk to your guests, Brooke. That was that was <laughs> quotable, if not forever, I'll say it. Uh, not right now. <laughs> that is clearly not how I said it to them. I probably said <laughs> but that's some so when I Ooh. speak to guests, what goes on in my brain and what comes uh-huh. out of my mouth are two very different things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keep the magic, Brooke. That's my yeah. job. Yeah, Brooke is telling the truth because I was there at <laughs> Hollywood Studios when she was speaking to guests. So I never it's told you this, Brooke. Oh, sorry, little boy. I was actually there for a little while because you were interacting with a guest. The so, little girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So, okay, so I actually had. Up. She was the cutest little thing. Mm-hmm. She pulls up in like a AT Walker themed wheelchair. Right. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. No, it was all. And then Good. she also had like a like an actual like Walker that was like the Millennium Falcon. And she was just like, just wanted to play. So I had nobody around and I was like, let's play. So we were just running around playing Frozen because that's where I was that day. <laughs> that's when David. Frozen? Just There were little keychains that she was like, we were playing with and it would be like, do you want to build a snowman? I'm like, yes, I want to build a snowman. And oh, so like yeah. we kept switching between who was Anna, who was Elsa. And then maybe I was Olaf. And then we, just, you know, we played. <laughs> Yeah, that that was cool, and I like waited. I was like, okay, let's just wait here. My family was like laughing. She's because we were like in a rush, and I was just like, let's just wait a second. And my my wife was like, just hurry up and go talk to her right quick so we can go to the next ride. <laughs> and I was like, no, I can't interrupt this. This is great. This is what Brooke does. Like, I can't, I can't interrupt this. So yeah, we waited there for a while. I was like right behind that like little like gift. Yeah, no, I don't remember how I eventually saw you if you said my name, but I was in (laughs) I was in Frozen Land. I was I was Elsa and I was building a snowman. So Yeah, that was cool. That was was cool to see. Yeah. So yeah, you can uh basically go to the bridge and get bridge training as well, as well as lightsaber training, and they train you how to shoot the blasters and I just want to see those screens. I want to see if it's anything like Rise of the Resistance. It's going to be epic, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm thinking it, it's totally going to be. And going back to the roundtable here, here's the big point of contention we all ha- kind of had this week. Um, you talked about we also have the opportunity to, be, to become characters, and we all know that you can go Disney bounding. You can kind of wear something that's Star Wars centric, but you can't wear a full blown costume. But according to the Imagineers, you will be able to wear a full costume on the Galactic Star Cruiser. Now, we all know that you cannot in Batu because of the obvious confusion between people that aren't dressed and don't know the specifics of who is in official costume and who's actually working the park. So how is that really going to work? If I show up in my TIE pilot uniform... Am I going to constantly be getting guests asking me for directions and where to go, what to do, and wanting for me to interact with them? I mean, that seems a little bit like a conflict of interest when you think about it. It does, because the whole reason that Disney has the rule where adults can't dress up, like obviously if a little kid is dressed up, you know that that kid is not a character, but an adult could potentially look good enough. That- You're saying they didn't hire little Disney boys and girls? 
They don't. <laughs> Dang. Uh, a, an adult could look enough like a character, and if their costume's good enough, people are going to think, oh my gosh, this is a Disney character. And just however their acting is going to reflect on Disney. They're, people are going to assume this is Disney. And if they're not acting great, they're going to be like, oh my gosh, like I can't believe a Disney character would do this. And so mm-hmm. that's why that rule exists basically so i am curious how that is going to go because you're right david like if you're in a full out awesome looking costume people are going to think you have to be a part of this mm-hmm. i wonder if they're just assuming that people aren't going to do that but they know that they will because the people that are going to this kind of experience are the, obviously the ones that possess these costumes so um i don't know how they're going to avoid that Maybe they'll make you wear like some kind of badge to say I do not work for Disney, like they do for like um, was it, like the uh, the Halloween festival that they do at Magic Kingdom. Did they make pe- did they make people do wear those? No, <laughs> but I think the characters are only in specific spots. They're not roaming. So if you're walking around, people know that you're not one of them. Mm. I believe it's like any other kind of meet and greet. Where you I first hand experience it says the exact opposite. Oh really? So. Well, that was at Magic Kingdom last year. Remember when I did that thing with with the the princesses oh, and all well, that, that stuff? Well, that was because that wasn't a Halloween party. <laughs> Normally, yeah, it's but like, like a we specific... we didn't get any kind of badges or anything like that. We just went full on straight up that character. Was, yeah, but, and that was the first time Disney had ever done that, which was really shocking mm-hmm. to people for that reason. Yeah, we were we were wearing masks and we were telling people we don't work for Disney. Please don't take pictures with us because we're not allowed to take pictures with people. But people don't listen. And they still um, yeah, shoved yeah, their yeah. kids like at people's backs and was like, mm, for sure, sure with for sure. Yeah, there I was. I was getting shoved in the like corners. People think not thinking I was Gaston, and I was like, "Lady, I don't work for these people anymore." Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, Stop. David, if you it, let's just let's just say that if you go wearing a full on Tie Fighter, expect that. <laughs> Well, okay. and you would just—that just doesn't seem right. Yeah, you. Yeah, you'd think that people wouldn't be doing that. They'd think they'd have a better sense of mind to know that you're not. Well, not you're not just, actually working there. You're just a guest. But they did it anyways I'm to me. So what's to say that they want to do it? Is going to deal with that because they're they're going to want to avoid that. So I'm just. It'll. I'll be interested to see how it plays out and what exactly the rules are. Yeah. Maybe it'll give me more of a Comic Con vibe than I than I thought because if we can all walk around a character like that, but it's like all right. Star Wars only, so it's like a Star Wars kind of con, but like it's a full immersive experience. Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking too. I mean, it's gonna be kind of like Comic Con. If anyone's ever been to Comic Con, if you see a cool costume, you you simply ask, "Can I get a picture with you?" And it usually happens. Yeah, I think it's gonna be more like that. I think Disney have probably solved that issue without just telling us outright what they're doing. Um, Because yeah, it's going to be a lot of confusion. A lot of people that are going to be in really great costumes that are visiting, not working are going to be approached. And yeah, that's like Brooke said, I just want to see how that plays out. But the interesting thing is a few of our hosts on the podcast will be working for Disney and they also have costumes. So what are you going to tell them when they approach you <laughs> and you're wearing your costume? You can't tell them you don't work for Disney because you technically do. <laughs> I mean, I'll just be like, I don't work here. At the Star I work for Disney, but I don't work She works here. down the road a little I bit. Just I work on the next, the next planet over. Then, yeah. um, I'm on my break. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm on a small vacation. A little getaway. 
I mean, I would. It, I don't have to tell called, them I work. I work for Disney. Staycation. <laughs> staycation. <laughs> mm, um, lovely. So yeah, it's gonna be a thousand dollars a night. A Got it. Let's go. <laughs> how many? How many beds are in a room? How How many ways are we splitting this? Well, I think there's two full size beds, and they have like bunk beds for children. So I think it can, you can sleep six technically. Okay. So six divided two thousand. So we're so the smaller state. people on the podcast will be in the bunks. The larger people will be in the. Take that, bro! I'm sleeping with Colin. Now uh, hold on. And we'll put uh, uh, Ray and the other one. The other one. <laughs> And then we'll put David and David and James in the other bed and Sam can sleep on the ground. Because <laughs> Sam's really good at sleeping on the ground. I think James could actually fit snugly in a bunk. I was just gonna say. So James in a bunk, Brooke in a bunk. <laughs> and then Brooke's husband will be sleeping with me and Matt. Sick. All right. And then Ray's got a bed to herself. Wait, what? Yeah, no, that doesn't work. <laughs> Damn it. We need the measurements of these bunk beds. <laughs> Let me see if I can get some specifications on the internet. Yeah, oh. I think all the specifications are just kind of rumored at this point. And I, I yeah. think we only... Actually, you know what? I think there are pictures online, but I don't think we have the exact measurements. And <laughs> We need the specs. Yeah, totally. Mm. So, yeah, I'm going to try and go... Um, as soon as it opens, but of course we all kind of had that theory that, well, there's probably going to be a section that the, it's not going to be open to the general public. They're going to invite like VIPs and celebrities and whatever else they want to do to open for some time. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm going to try. Colin said he's going to try, so well, we shall they see. Do some sort of cast preview. At least yeah, I that'd be see awesome. It. Too. I don't even have yeah. to necessarily stay. Just as long as I can see it. Yeah. Don't forget yeah, your tape measure. Hmm? Yeah. Take a tape measure with you. Take as many pictures as you can. <laughs> These bunks look uh, very small. Holy cannoli. Yeah. Well, now we need to decide, like, who sleeps, like, just, like, straight out. Some of us curl up in balls. Because even if you're taller, if you curl up in a ball, you're still going to be fine in this bed. Well, I'm old. I need a bed. I'm not going to curl up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sick. Okay, cool. And I wouldn't even mind sleeping on the floor. I can sleep on floors still. So I wouldn't even mind. If Ray Bring needed a bed to herself. Bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring some Tom-Tom sleeping bags. That'd work. There you go. Yeah. Well, actually, in like this cabin I'm looking at right here, it's one like king size bed, and then, then like the two pods that are in the wall. I'm, that's what I'm seeing. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I, I wonder, wonder if they'll have like, like family suites. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Let me look at reservations. It almost feels like every suite is a family suite because I think they figure that if it's going to be a thousand dollars a night mm-hmm. you're not going to get a lot of singles show up it's going to be like a group thing well or you can get or maybe you can get like multiple rooms that are like connected you know yeah, yeah. have the sliding door like open up and... potentially yeah. potentially i did not design it though oh here's another like picture of like 
this one it looks like a concept design with like a giant bed like that one's huge just make the whole floor a bed and then you can sleep anywhere oh, wow bro you just came up with a really good oh. fuzzy carpeting here we come that's all i need uh so yeah there's definitely i think gonna be different versions of different uh rooms that you can stay in but that's as far as i know yeah <coughs> you, you would assume that they're gonna have different room one options. can only expect but yeah so uh do we want to talk about the next topic uh i, I guess i mean I just think to. I just think that uh, we can move on. We've talked about this quite a bit. I got nothing left to say on it, and I'm ready to talk about some Bad Batch. All right, Bad Batch. War Mantle. Boom. War Mantle. <laughs> okay. Bro, can you read that? <laughs> what can I read? What to say? Where? On the bottom, the picture here. I literally don't see anything, Matt. Okay. After receiving a mysterious distress call, the Bad Batch tracked it to a secret Oh, facility. I was like... War I was Mantle. Like, I was looking, like, under that. I was like, I don't see anything. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah, that name, War Mantle. Yeah, that name, War Mantle, is a callback to Rogue One when uh-huh. uh, Jyn Erso starts reading all the project names. War Mantle, Cluster Prism, Scar Saber, or Black Saber, and then Stardust. So, Yeah. So I guess we now officially know that War Mantle was the code name for replacing clones with regs, in a sense. So, yeah, it's uh, spoilers for Bad Batch. So, yeah, the episode starts off with one of the clones running away from the Empire. And it seems that we got one of the big explanations for Stormtroopers over clones here. Because it seems like some of the clones have actually have morals and can defect. And that's more of a reason for the Empire to get rid of the clones and replace them with standard recruits that can't really shoot that well. So, With funny looking helmets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So on our Instagram, if you follow us there, Colin posted this picture of the video game Republic Commando, I believe, and one of the uh, head troopers there that we see in this episode. And I thought that was a cool nod, but the even cooler nod was this to Ralph McQuarrie's original drawings of Stormtroopers. And it looks like we get the version 1.0 is the Alpha Stormtroopers. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's uh, pretty much the same, the same helmet design, same visor, and it's almost look, like every time something something like angrier, this rolls around, like yeah, yeah, they do. <laughs> like I, I don't know. I think I don't. I don't know if that front part is like down lower, just like something. They look angrier, like their they faces look like, more. They look like the regular storm TK stormtroopers with like German white helmets on top of their head, <laughs> and yeah. The, the con it's it's very similar to the and you definitely recognize since the concept art and I love the one on the the second from the left and the top that's my favorite but um 
with the lightsaber. I was, I was, I was way more excited, and I was texting Colin as I was watching it because both Colin and I played Republic Commando, and I love command commandos all the time. Um, and like the, it they which was no longer canon, and then um, but like the name Scorch, which is RC twelve sixty two from Republic Commando, which is one being referenced here in the picture. Was recanonized as a minor role actually in like season uh, three of the Clone Wars, uh, which is in the mist, which is when they talked when they had another commando for the first time on the Clone Wars, which is another the first reference they had Republic commandos, which is why it's being referenced again because um, uh, Favreau was like, yeah, I'm gonna reference this because I already did it once, I'll do it again. And he just is giving commandos the recognition that they deserve. And this is also like the first time again that we're seeing the same kind of weapon you, that Gregor uses, um, which is the same design that was originally meant for uh, commandos. So I'm really excited to see that. Yeah. I love it when they bring back stuff that was decanonized and recanonized mm-hmm. and was no, was never canon. But of course, us as fans kind of experienced it. We kind of fell in love with it. They bring it back. I love yeah, that. and um, we, me and Colin watched A New Hope, as you know, David, yesterday. And I, I noticed a couple refer- references after watching A New Hope. Um, and I went to back to confirm them. Um, so there's uh, music from the episode, uh, from the Death Star scene mm-hmm. at the end of the movie that was, in, that was referenced in Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they shared the the thermal exhaust port that Bad Batch used in the escape hatch. Uh, that yep. was a reference back to Luke Skywalker's proton torpedoes launching into the the thermal exhaust port, which changed the reaction to the destruction of this Death Star. Yeah, the musical <laughs> cues were just great. It, it, it's mm-hmm. it's it's kind of a shock and a jolt when I hear those familiar tones that we've heard from the original trilogy, mm-hmm. and it. It's it's all it almost takes me out of it in a way, but then saying like, no no no, this is Star Wars. We're getting we're leading up to the original trilogy, so this this is this is proper. This should happen. So there was this other picture too of another commando, and I believe this is was, was the uh, commando you were talking about. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're leading right up to the original trilogy here. We should also mention mention that Dario is a new planet, a new location that we've not seen before. Yeah, oh, I don't remember. Hearing... No, it's it's a new location, never mentioned before in canon, and I was just like loving the landscapes. Honestly, man, it's getting some rocky vibes. Yeah, oh, I, w- I wonder who that planet is named after. Daro, D A R O. Yeah. Or yeah, Daro. Yeah, I think it's. And they also have the the Massifs, uh, those dogs that we see in the Mandalorian. And were they exactly the Massifs, or were they a different breed? Or... Yeah, the, it's the same. The same. Uh, cause they looked a little different <coughs> to me. Like well, their snouts were more like that, that was blunt. The, the same ones that Din Djarin met on the Mandalorian, and the ones that were seen in Attack of the Clones and Clone Wars. Same breed okay. from the Tusken Raiders. Okay. And that ending, that ending, I mean, it's, well, first of all, we don't see what happens to the prime minister, the Kaminoan prime minister. Yeah, that's true. So they kind of leave that kind of open-ended. Usually we hear like blaster fire or something when someone gets executed, but the door's shut. 
I was waiting for the away. blaster fire too. I was waiting for it. Didn't yeah. hear it. Yeah, and the calmness of their voice also it's so like soothing. It should be like GPS or something. <laughs> Oh, can I buy that? Where's the Camino and the GPS? The Camino and code? GPS. Oh, man. So, I'll take that. I also get nervous that they're trying to kill me. Right. <laughs> like, they'll be so settled up. They're like, turn left. It's like, like a life There's only a right situation. turn here. And they'll be like, turn left. Like, <laughs> what? There's only a right turn. Yeah, have them like on OnStar or something. And they're like so super calm. It's like a life-threatening situation. Would you like me to dial 911 now? Yikes. Never mind. I take that back. Don't want it. <laughs> return, return, return. Well, so yeah, the very end, It's it, it, was, it was a pretty cool action sequence. And I was thinking while watching it, I was thinking, is this the moment? Is this the moment we're going to lose someone from the Bad Batch? Because we all kind of think that it's going to have a Rogue One type of ending where kind of everyone either dies, gets captured, or goes into kind of self-exile, kind of like Yoda. But uh, we didn't really see that, but we did see Hunter get caught. And the last scene we see is is him in a cell facing off with... um, Crosshair. Yeah, Crosshair. It's about about time. How many episodes has it been since they finally, like, met up? Uh, I don't know. I couldn't. It's tell been a while, but I've been enjoying. I've been enjoying all the episodes. I, I never went into the Bad Batch thinking that I'm going to get some like profound information every single episode. I mean, I've just mm-hmm. been watching it with zero expectation, and I've enjoyed it. I think I've enjoyed it more than most people. So I've been like, I've I've liked it. I don't like dislike it, but I've started to get a little bored with it. This episode finally kind of picked up for me, and I was like, okay, we're finally starting to like see something. <laughs> But just it feels like a lot of kind of filler episodes. And like I said, not that I'm not kind of like enjoying it. It's Star Wars. I like it. But I think I was expecting a little more for me personally. I was fully aware and ready for filler episodes, just like we saw with Clone Wars. There are uh, quite a few episodes I can go without because they're just like, <sighs> but um, so I was fully prepared for Bad Batch to have the same kinds of filler episodes and we get information like every one to three episodes but um the last episode was pretty pretty in terms of like information that was given out and like the amount that we of information we got to put the plot moving forward this was one of the largest ones mm-hmm. uh, on this half of the seasons and there was there was like the couple in the very beginning that I was like oh my god oh my god but then I got my oh okay this is it, pretty like, good. We started off and then it went work. Yeah, yeah. But now that like we have like what like two more, one more episode, two more episodes, two more episodes left. Two more episodes, okay. right? So obviously they have to uh, pick it up now. But if these so, last two episodes don't knock my socks off, I'm gonna be very upset. Make sure you're wearing socks at the beginning, okay? <laughs> I have to wear socks. Colin keeps his apartment so cold. Colin likes it cold, you know, and which is a stupid reason why he moved to Florida. But whatever. <laughs> he's like, I hate being hot. Let's move to Florida. I was like, okay. Uh, he's got to be the protector of the realm of the Skyliner. The Skyliner. Duh. The Skyliner. 
So what do you think is going to happen in these next two episodes, Brooke? What would blow your socks off? I heard a theory Mm -hmm. that I kind of dig, and it's that Crosshair is actually, he has snapped out of his, we'll call it a trance, because his head exploded, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. On the side where I think the chip is. Burned. (laughs) Burned, whatever, you know. He has been scarred. Um, And so the fact that he's just kind of been playing along for a bit, and that he's actually going to try to like help the bad batch because this is yeah. so like the next episode that'd be really cool in my opinion if he's like hey hunter like i'm actually i'm on your side like let's let's fix this i don't know so that'd be kind of cool otherwise i just i don't know i feel like the whole series has just kind of been like i haven't really known what to expect so i'm not even 100 sure what to expect in the finale i have no idea Obviously, I'd like to know, like, what happens to the Bad Batch. Are we going to get a, a Rogue One situation where they all die? Because, like, you would think with a group like this, we would have heard about them doing something. Yeah, know? the composer Kevin Kiner said that when he composed some of this music, he cried. Oh, man. So that, I think that kind of leads oh, us to what believe. What if a huge, what if a big group of clones, like, like a, it was Gregor, right, in this episode? Yeah. 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 What if they yep. all come together and they have like one last stand to try to fight the now empire? And of course they're all going to die, but like that would kind of be that'd be neat. I've been disappointed with the level uh or lack thereof level of Rex in this uh first season. Um I'm a little disappointed with that. I wonder I my theory um Crosshair's going to die. Uh, I think so too. If I had to pick one gonna, of them, because I think I think that that Crosshair is going to like try. He's going to pretend. He's not going to switch back over. He's going to he's going to go out fighting. No, he's just going to come up with the idea of like maybe like, hey, I'm on your side, you know, and then you know, cross him again because it's Crosshair. Oh, a double so, Crosshair. Yeah, double Crosshair. It's like hashtag almost. I guess. But yeah, Crosshair is gonna die. Um, I don't know, uh, someone else is gonna die. Death. It's gonna be death. That's my prediction. That's all I got. <laughs> also, Omega. We still don't really. I still. Mm, all right. I don't hate Omega, but I still think she's kind of pointless. <laughs> like she hasn't really done anything, and I still don't understand how she's like a perfect replica of Django Fett. But blonde. Right and female. So obviously she's not and female. a perfect replica. Mm. So I'm like, I don't understand. I don't get it. Well, <laughs> yeah. obviously she's defective. I don't. But, uh... Well, if she was defective, I don't think they would be hunting her so badly. They wouldn't want her so bad. I don't know what to tell you. That I don't know. Yeah, I'd like to see a little bit of a conclusion as to like what the heck with Omega. That's you're gonna get, but okay. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, I'd rather make you wait a year. Yeah, I have a feeling that there might be a cliffhanger. We might get a season two. <laughs> it's possible. So, yeah. Yep, they're probably gonna do it. I'm gonna be upset. It's gonna mess up my whole year. 
At least I got football coming here soon, so I can just focus on that for like the next. Hey, we're coming months. into my favorite time of the year. Like that end, those last few months, all the holidays, the fall. It'll yeah. get me through, I guess. Yeah, and then of course visions. That's coming to Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. That'll give us a lot to, to talk about. And then the lead up to Boba Fett. I'm pretty sure there's going to be a whole bunch of rumors coming out. Even more than what we're getting now, which is a lot. And yeah, if, on our Patreon, you can listen to Colin and I and whoever else wants to join to talk about rumors for the upcoming Obi-Wan series. Obi-Wan. The book of Boba Fett. Because there's a lot of stuff that's floating around and it's pretty good. It's gotta be exciting. talked about. Gotta talk about it. All right. Yeah, we are. All right. On Patreon. On Patreon. <laughs> I hear only the cool <laughs> kids join Patreon. So yeah, that's that, what I've heard what too. Will. Yeah, my dad's on it. I think. <laughs> oh shoot. I don't know if he supports me like that, but I think. But yeah. <laughs> if he doesn't, Dad, get on Patreon. All right. Do you even love your say. son? So yeah, right there. Yeah. There you go. There's our Patreon. You can follow us on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all of the grams. All the all the things. You know. Mm-hmm. All the, yeah. All the interwebs. So yeah, I will be posting <laughs> maybe the most stuff that I think I've ever posted on Patreon this week. Uh due to the fact that something kind of unfortunate happened. Which uh, I was supposed to meet you, uh, McGregor, and Hayden Christensen this weekend, and this was supposed to be the podcast where I talk about I was supposed to talk about having the time of my life, chatting it up with Ewan, asking Hayden about his love life, and it didn't happen. So yeah. Hayden has a love life. Yeah, apparently there are some uh, rumors here. I, I don't mean to go into rogue rumors, but uh, apparently someone was talking about how. Natalie Portman and Hayden dated for a little while. Really? Yeah. How interesting. So I was just going to ask him straight up. Uh, right when he put his arm over my shoulder. Podcast. Yeah. Nah, facts only. Because there is a picture out there that shows oh, them kind man. of uh, close together on set. I don't know. They were in but love. Yeah. yeah, it was just speculation. Like but yeah, sports. Celebrity Fan Fest got canceled. Wah, no one wah. went to it. So, so. sad. So yeah. be safe out there, everybody. Don't so be like hopefully, me. yeah. Hopefully, Star Wars Celebration is still on in May, and we get to see Hayden and you in there. Have them, yeah, on the stage at their. Panel. Or maybe we'll see you, fun listener slash viewer. Oh. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely, I did it. So yeah, they canceled, but. For some reason, Giancarlo Esposito keeps on booking more cons. So he will be here in October. <laughs> Sick. All right. At All Big right. Texas Comic Con in San Antonio. So mm. he was at Comic Palooza where I did go to in Houston. I didn't get his autograph, didn't get a photo op with him. So definitely I will this time. I was trying to behave myself and Man, get that not... photo op. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, he's a pretty cool guy. To me, he's one of the best living actors out there. I think. Mm-hmm. And he's so welcoming, so game to do anything. I just saw a picture of someone. He he was at a con this last weekend where he was choking out a baby Yoda in a picture <gasps> with a guy <laughs> dressed as Din Djarin. Oh it was kind of funny. He had like a real serious face. Yeah. So yeah, he's 
he's super cool. And that panel I attended, he spoke the most, I think. And he was just so outgoing. Got a lot very, to say. Yeah, he he said a whole lot and it was it was pretty cool to and it seems like he's one of those people I always talk about on the podcast that we want in Star Wars that wants to attend the cons, that's a fan of Star Wars and we love just them. kind of knows the fandom and kind of gets it like all of us hardcore fans do. So yeah, hopefully it happens in October. But uh there are some spikes in the country with COVID two point yeah. They are. Florida is definitely really bad. If you're planning on coming, just definitely be safe. Disney wear just had to wear a helmet. Yeah, I don't know if that's helmet. I don't know if it's gonna oh okay, okay. Yeah. I picture just like a bike helmet. Like, <laughs> no. what's, that, what's that gonna do? Uh TK armor uh phase two has really good uh it can block out toxins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But not smoke. Not phase one. <laughs> phase ones are garbage. Don't get a phase one. Yeah, yeah. yeah sure. They do a better vision to, now. Slightly better vision, I think. Disney had to semi reinstate a mask mandate, so it's just for indoors. So like all the transportation, it was always that way. But now any indoors, vaccinated or not, gotta have a mask on. What if you're like what about eating in like the Starlight Diner? Well, like obviously like like uh restaurants it's gonna be the same, you know, if you're up and about mask on, but when you're at your table. Obviously, you can't eat. So I, can't, I can't wander through like T Rex anymore with the mask off. Nope. Okay. Okay. Can't I can't just walk through World of Lego? Nope. No mask. All right. Okay. I mean, people. Really I guess that's a good s- thing. That's a good thing. But I mean, just to get it under control, because you know everybody's coming here. So Florida. Don't even get Florida's me started on it. Got some spikes. So if you're planning on coming to Florida, just be very, very safe, especially if you're unvaccinated. Or just don't. The traffic's terrible. You don't want to go. It's really <laughs> also, bad. yeah, it's it's crowded here. But <laughs> there's already too many people in that city that uh, really, there are. How can there be so many people in such a small it's, amount of space? That was just such a culture shock to me, just like how long it takes me to get to such a short distance. Like I would put it in my GPS. How many miles like, away do you work? Like from Disney? Yeah, your your apartment oh. is like like six miles, maybe. You can see Disney from your apartment. I she can see, see I can Kingdoms. see slash here the Magic Kingdom fireworks. I oh, am. Wow. We are behind like Magic Kingdom. And how it long does it take me, you to get to Magic Kingdom? It would take me less than ten minutes. Ten minutes, probably five, but I haven't timed it. Now to get like when I drive to work, probably takes me with bad traffic twenty. But honestly, the other day I hit really good traffic and made it in 10 minutes. So honestly, it depends. But oh, most of my crazy. driving is Disney property. Like, that's how close I am. Hmm. That's cool, I guess. Don't give too much information about where you live. Okay. You, you can't find me. Like, you can't find me. There's so there many people so, living there. There's so many directions that you would have to go. Like, good luck trying to find me. Yeah, Orlando, is there's, I, there's not a single straight road in that city, I think. They're all no. slightly, like, curving around, like, some kind of body yeah. of water, or, like, an Everglade or oh my gosh, yeah. a swamp where there may or may not be it's alligators. Florida just is a swamp. It just is. Jeez. And then, and then Disney's like... Let's build there. Let's build there. Yeah, let's go there. I don't think, I don't think what? Walt was planning. He was like, "Oh, it's warm there," and I'm like, what? "Yeah, it's like 
Your uh-huh. resort, your your Magic Kingdom flooded last week because it's too much rain, Mr. Disney. What you oh, doing? Oh yeah. So fun fact: to Tomorrowland and Magic Kingdom, I have never seen something flood so bad in my life. Like ankles deep, ankles mm. deep in water, and it's been a few years, and it's still happening. I wonder how much damage that caused. That caused, not caused. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, roughly everything is built up, so I don't know. Yeah, that day I met you, Brooke. But you got You can't think that like. Like, I don't know, like maybe the lobby of like um, Space Mountain may have flooded because it was fantasy or, and then it was Tomorrowland, right? That flooded. Yeah, but it's a certain section of it, like over by like the like, people, mover. people mover Carousel of Progress. I don't really know about the oh, other Carousel area. of Pro- Progress gets flooded. That thing's shutting down. <laughs> oh, I'd be so sad. But start the but that is that is pretty elevated about like it's like I think it's like eight feet up. Yeah, that ramp. But fun, like, fun uh, fact, Buzz Lightyear, that'd get flooded. Fun fact: the entire Magic Kingdom is built up. It is. So we all know that there are tunnels beneath it, right? We all knew that. Well, in Florida, it's all swampy. You can't. You don't have basements. <clears throat> so, tech, so think of it like one story, two story. The tunnels are literally ground level, and they built the Magic Kingdom up. So, like, say on the second floor. So the tunnels really aren't under second floor freaking flooded. Yeah. Way to go, yeah. Disney. So your fun fact for the day. Gosh darn it. Yeah, that day that I did meet you over there at Hollywood Studios Brook, uh, it rained a whole lot at night mm. getting as it was getting darker. And I was at Galaxy's Edge and I was ankle deep in water at Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> you gotta love it. But it was fun. I love that. I have such great memories of being a kid and uh I have really one specific memory going on a, on a zoo trip to the San Antonio Zoo when I was in elementary school. And indeed. Yeah. Um, it was all the kids. It was hard. I don't think it was barely any parents showed up, uh, but they, they bust us to a park to, to eat, I believe our breakfast. I don't know. It was weird. Um, but we all had like packed food to eat afterwards and I guess it was going to be like our dinner or something. I don't know. But anyways, it rained like crazy. It just was like a downpour. And I think we were the furthest away from the entrance. So we all had to make our way back with our teachers. We were all soaking wet. And we were going to meet up somewhere. It was like under like a series of overpasses, I guess. Because we parked underneath somewhere. And we were waiting for our food to eat. I don't think we had eaten since the morning. And... Apparently, one of the one of the kids' uh, parents was in charge of the food, and she just drove back home, which is like a forty five minute drive. So we waited there for like an hour and a half, waiting for food, and that and this was before cell phones. I would have been like order pizza. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was the entire school though, Matt, and the entire school was maybe order a lot of pizza. 300, 350 kids. How do you fit the amount of food for 350 kids in your in your car and then forget about it and drive home? I think she was a bus driver and she had a bus full of food. How do you forget a bus full of food? She drove it back. She drove it back. She figured we were all just driving back home. Oh, so she didn't she turn got... around and like think they might ah they might like they didn't this. communicate with her that yeah we're gonna stay in San Antonio in the city and we're just gonna eat there and then drive oh, because the weather was crazy. Yeah. Dude, get out of here. We're podcasting, man. You can't be in this. This is for official podcasters only, and you were kicked out like an hour ago. 
Yeah, he decided to go to Galaxy's Edge, so he's uh he's out. He's grounded, grounded, Mister. That was Mr. Colin Weaver showing up on our YouTube video of you for you listeners. Um, he, he just wanted to feature himself for a second. Uh, but yeah, David, that must have been a really terrible like what hour? Hour? Yeah, it was horrible. We were all hungry, but the rain experience was cool though. All that rain. Well, rain is really chaos. popular in Orlando for Honestly, some reason. I- get excited when it rains at disney because i know that there are just people who they don't like the rain and they leave yeah or like they'll a- just keep inside your store <laughs> so yeah joining us right now is colin weaver our special galaxy's Ed- hello yeah, yeah i uh i actually just got back and not to brag or anything but i did star tours 10 times and i did smugglers run seven times how many different scenarios you do um I did crate three times. Um, uh, I did Hoth once. I did Geonos. Uh, I did I did Geonosis once. Tatooine once. Um, I went to Batu at the end once. I did Coruscant. That was a lot of fun. Um, Kashyyyk. Um, and the and, and no, it's not on there. No, you don't. Does it fly by at the end or something? Yeah, but no. What planet is that that you fly by at the end when you're getting shot by Boa Jango? You mean, or Bo- is it Boa? Yeah, that's Geonosis. And is that Geonosis and slave yeah. the slave one? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, don't you mean Boba Fett's starship? Oh, Oop. don't start. Oop. Don't start. You're fired. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, I uh, um, my experience was a lot of fun today, actually. Uh, I was the first one in, uh, which Sam Boltice would be very proud of me. But um, uh, I was the first one in the park, and I was the first one in Smugglers. And uh, uh, I wish I could it, shake your hand, sir. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, and it was funny because of every time I like hopped on the ride again, it was the same cast members. So they kept seeing me, and they were like, "They were like, oh, it's it's you again." Don't you have anywhere else you want to go? And I was like, no, I'm 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 just in the Star Wars mood, and and I uh, and, and I just I just kept doing it, and uh, and then I did try something new today, um, which was over at Ronto Roasters. I did have their Ronto wrap, but it was with you. Never had the Ronto wrap? No, no, no. I have, but I haven't had the breakfast version that has the oh, egg in it. Breakfast? Yeah, How was that? How was that? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really good. It was really. Look at good. you branching out. You never get. Never I know. Get anything new. I know. So, this guy does not like to be worldly when it comes to eating food. Neither does, not, neither does that, Sam Boltice. That okay. First off, that is not true. Okay. Mm-hmm. You eat the same thing. You eat the same day. thing every ch- chicken and broccoli. That is for my diet chicken for the wedding. I'm doing that for you, eggs. baby. I'm doing chicken that for you. Don't, oh, okay. don't, don't bring me into this. You're a creature. I of have not asked. You, even before we were engaged, that was your routine. Yeah, and guess what? I was in good shape. And, Sue me. Uh, I still am. I'm getting back. Give me some C4. Yeah. Oh yeah, protein shake that I will leave in my car until it smells terrible for like three days. Ah, yes. I don't do that, and that was for one day, and it was because of that was I, disgusting. I had man. it in the morning, and then oh, it's okay. the Orlando heat killed it, didn't it? Yeah, it. yeah, it was one day. But anyways, getting back to Star Wars stuff. Um, oh right, uh, Star Wars stuff. Not yeah, we uh and uh and and then I also went to Launch Bay. Uh, which they opened up more, which was pretty cool. 
um, because I've never oh, really? seen the actual uh, that uh, the the giant mural that they did at Star Celebration 2019 um, is over at Launch Bay. It's the smaller version, but it's still like the same length with Pierce Brosnan as Thrawn. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. It, it's still glorious and. And in the entire day to day, when I was walking around and I saw Arabesh, I would just think of Brooke because I was like, Brooke would exactly know, like, of what all this stuff was saying. So, yeah, so for for our listeners here, I got real bored, and so <laughs> really I bored. have been teaching myself. I just saw you write something down, Arabesh. So. Yeah. yeah. So nice. I literally got myself A through Z. I know it. I can read it. I walk around Galaxy's Edge and literally get really excited because I can read the signs. There are um, a few letters I haven't gotten to. They have like uh, like combined letters. Like I know the double O is one. I think there's a CH. So there's a few of those letters that I have not yet gotten to. But it's pretty cool. It's a fun skill. Highly recommend. Yeah, yeah I uh, um, I actually quizzed her because of there's the there's the Disney parks like play app thing um, where it actually has like the Arabesque scanner. So when you're walking around Galaxy's Edge, you can scan it. And then I would scan it, and I was like, "All right, tell me what that means." And she Ooh. would just read it, and she would know it. And I was like, "All right, well, there you go." How long does it take you to like transcribe a message, Brooke? I mean, I like keep practicing. Like, I literally like if I like I have a little notepad here that says "Home is where the haunt is," like from Haunted Mansion, and I mm-hmm. just like translated it. Oh, right, the um, notepad that you broke off. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it takes me like a couple seconds because it's a new language basically all new symbols um Mm -hmm. but like i'm getting better like i'm starting to get faster but it's going to take me a couple seconds to like read it all how many how many symbols are there in the airbash uh alphabet well i mean like i said they have a they have a to z and then they also have a few extra letters that Mm -hmm. i have not yet gotten to are they like three extra ones or they there's there's quite a there's quite a few you can look it up like i just looked at i just looked it up and found a chart And there's also the numbers and punctuation, which I have not yet gotten to. The numbers, you can read them. Like, you can obviously tell what the numbers are, but I haven't, like, gotten to where I could write them yet. Yeah, so I took this picture over lunch bay, and we're going to see if Brooke can guess what that says. No, we didn't see that. I know, sorry. really dark. Down. Oh, this one comes with articulations and hot. Eric Besh. Yeah. So, um, so when she's trying to figure that out, um, I, I am, I'm excited about the new Star Wars hotel. I'm not sure if you guys have talked about that yet, but oh, that, we definitely talked about uh, that. For quite okay. a so it's it, it's going to be so immersive, and I guarantee David, you know, already talked about it. But I just, I can't imagine. I, I, it's going to be weird if like our like our co-host like Ray Ray coming in being you know marvelous and like more screen accurate and then you have you know the you know the disney ray that shows up like and people are going to pay attention to the to our friend ray ray because she looks more like ray um so (laughs) i am just i'm i'm nervous because that's a lot of like i mean it's it's great but this terrifying at the same time because you know the 501st is going to have really really good costumes Mm-hmm. Like going there, 
Yeah, so, me and David were hoping for more of uh, a Comic Con aspect vibe going on, where people were like more respectful about the costumes and like would ask to take pictures, and they would yeah. they would maybe maybe make them wear some sort of badge saying that they're not with uh, Disney, kind of like they do over at Magic Kingdom, or that's something they might do, or they'll have some kind of obvious uh, space. What Brooke was saying, where the, where you can meet the actual like Disney representative characters, and the rest of them wandering are not Disney yeah. affiliated. Yeah, that would be a good system if they just hand out lanyards to like way like, like there's like a little sticker, but like you are not part of the Star Wars. Or they'll they'll have them in your room. Well, maybe. I mean, stickers would probably fall off. It'd probably be better if they had like lanyards that are like yeah, they, they just, yeah, they can just pass them out. Like yeah, you're way too screen accurate, man. You're you're, you're Tie fighter with lanyard, yeah. you're not Disney, but I can take a picture with you, right? That's <laughs> because, how that, that's how that should go. Well, well, I, I'm yeah, I mean, because if you know that people are just going to have very, very screen accurate, and, and I, I so. mean, and 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 over the years, Disney has updated their costumes for Star Wars. Like at first, like like Chew, Chewie was iffy; he's a lot better than than what he used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and and I'm just afraid that like you know. Someone's gonna do like a really, really good Ahsoka, wink, wink, Brooke. Um, will end up showing up there, and it's gonna be very, you know, like, oh my gosh, like it's Ahsoka Tano, and and Disney doesn't have the version of Ahsoka yet, and then Ray walks in the room. Um, people are gonna be they more fight. Like, well, <laughs> yeah, and then that will be like, canon. Well, but, we don't know who's stronger here, so we gotta fight, right? Well, yeah. So I'm, I'm just curious on how the whole thing's you gonna think work. Anybody but Ahsoka is gonna win in that fight. Oh, there's no way. Ooh. But does Brooke as Ahsoka win the fight? Uh I or, still need. To or teach does her. the Disney cast member let's <laughs> pop off? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe she's like, I was trained the Jedi arts of Disney. <laughs> it's hard to say. It but, is. Uh, I don't know. But what, yeah, I don't so, know what to think here. I'm, I'm super gonna excited. Put money on you, bro. Yeah. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, you got pra- you got a master right next to you who's probably teaching you too much. So I am super excited and ter- terrified at the same time. But you know that David and I will be there at midnight, getting ready to to actually go and buy a room for for for. We're gonna have to split that a couple different ways. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Muted. That's gonna be the most immersive Star Wars experience. Yeah. So <laughs> I think happened? me, you, and David are gonna be spooning in one bed, and then James <laughs> and Brooke are going in the little pause in the wall. Sam's lying on the ground. I don't know. Something's going on over there, but we're making strategies over here. And Colin, because you can't speak. We're just going to put you on the floor and then me and David can rock the bed. So Colin and <laughs> Colin, Sam on the floor, James and Brooke in the pod. Where's Ray going? We can just uh, put her on the foot of the bed. Like the... <laughs> I'm sure we could find something. I think I'd probably just take a sleeping bag. I'd take a sleeping bag and just mm-hmm. because the floor is a whole lot bigger than one of those beds. And then I'd have to be sleeping with someone. I don't want to punch someone in the face accidentally at night while I'm sleeping. Wow, is that a thing that you do? You yeah, do that? <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll have dreams from like running or send like, my condolences to your wife. <laughs> yeah, she'll she'll be like, I got this new bruise, and it's like, Ugh, wasn't me. Yeah. So Yikes. yeah, yeah, I have very vivid dreams. And yeah, all I have is a cat that likes to bug me in my sleep. 
Yeah, I think but, we heard the cat earlier. Yeah. Yeah, I locked her outside of the room today and she didn't like that. She was trying to get through. Her paw was sticking underneath my door at one point and I was like, yeah. You can't you cannot come in here. You cannot come in here. But she yeah. she's wanted to come in. And we but, were talking uh, about this earlier with uh D twenty three happening. It's sold out. It's gonna happen November nineteenth through the twenty first this year at Walt Yeah, Walt Disney Damn. World. That's um strange. So that's happening. We're going to get some more information then for Disney Plus, of course. And, of course, there's going to be celebrities unless there's a huge spike or something. So, right, yeah, that's that's going to happen, which I've always wanted to attend, but it sells out super quick now. And it usually happens in that's California, but exclusive. this year it's going to be at Walt Disney World in Florida, of course. So there's that. Yeah, this... Which which spike is higher, Orlando or California? I think California. Yeah, I think California has more restrictions and they're way more cautious. So, like, we'll so, just have it at our other destination. Yeah. What happens if they had to hold that internationally? Would they hold D twenty three internationally? I don't think so. If if they did it internationally, it'd be like at like, uh, not, Europe, not like Shanghai, like Europe. Well, I mean, there's a Disney, Paris. there's a Disneyland in Tokyo, I believe, right? Yeah, there's one in Tokyo, there's Tokyo and Paris. So, yeah, those are two spots right there. But of course, this last D twenty three that happened, we got the big announcement of the Obi Wan Kenobi show that we all speculated on and have all been wanting. So, there's potential for some huge <coughs> news, and it's you kind of surprising. Yeah, it's kind of surprising that it's happening at Walt Disney World. So, I don't know if Colin could speak to any details on D23. But I think he might still be having technical difficulties. I can't see him right now, though, so. Yeah. So They're muted for some reason, but that's fun. Well, um... I don't know if they have anything else to say, but I'm pretty much wrapped up in, for, in terms of information about all the topics we talked about today. I know we uh, mentioned uh, social media. Um, we have a lot of stuff coming up for Patreon, as we said before. Um, lots of potential stuff in the future. So, yeah, I got one more thing to talk about. Um, okay. Cool, cool. We can talk. We can talk. Finally. Hey, yeah, finally, we got an interview on at a premiere. Uh, with Joel Edgerton, who I'm super hyped that he's coming back to Star Wars, coming back to Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, right. So he's going to play Uncle Owen, and of course now all these years have passed since he was in the prequels in the early 2000s, 20 years ago. Um, Did you want to talk about Sam Hargrave and Book of Boba Fett? Um, we can, but I wanted to talk about this first. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know if Joel Edgerton's coming back. Yeah, he's he's been an acclaimed director now he's been a pretty good actor um so he's reprising the role as uncle owen and of course we have that whole conversation that he has at the uh, dinner table with luke drinking the blue milk for the first time in a new hope mm -hmm. talking about how uh, not to go on some type of uh trying to remember exactly what the phrasing was um but he called he called ben Ken or obi-wan kenobi that wasn't such a crazy old man and he talked about some kind of uh, wild uh, idea. I forgot exactly what the line was, but yeah, it, 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 it tells movie. us that he has a history that Owen Lars has a history with Obi-Wan Kenobi. So 
Maybe, yes, maybe, yeah, maybe Joel Edgerton has a, a lot bigger role than what we initially thought. But like I said, he did an interview, and these are his words here. I'm unable to discuss the series of potentially totally as in the dark as you are. We are all, or we all know the universe of Star Wars is on serious lockdown. Part of the reason for that is that people don't want the stories to be spoiled before they come out. The great thing about Star Wars fans are they are creators of the Star Wars universes. And I think that whoever's creating these things are creating them with the fans in mind, knowing that they hold the keys to that universe. To deviate too far from what you might expect could be death by lightsaber. And yet, to not introduce surprises with that mix is death to creativity. So I think he totally gets it. I think he's totally on board. And I can't wait to see his his reprisal of Owen Lars. So And I like that he like is on lockdown for like the right reasons. He's like, I'm not I don't know any information. Even if I did, I wouldn't say because I don't want to like ruin what potential stories there are lie in the future and I want to ruin it for you or any other one else that wants to be immersed in the experience, which I totally am on board with. I don't like when not to name names, but like when people like Tom Holland like accidentally spill stuff about like specific plot points, and like I know people do it by accident. There's other people that do it blatantly without regard, and that is not something that we see very often in the Star Wars universe because they are so tight-lipped about what's going on in the universe, what has happened, what has already been filmed, and is going to be like debuted. They're very quiet about that stuff. Um, and when like potential like I don't know scripts go missing in people's houses that they sold or something like that, that stuff gets wrapped up tight, quick, like mm-hmm. like FBI, like you know, like Secret Service, like hop in there real quick. The Disney Service, Secret Service, what do you want to call? Them? Yeah, and I think that was a totally great statement that that Joel Edgerton gave. I think it's Disney approved. I mean, he didn't really give away anything. Didn't didn't really say anything specifically. I mean, he, it was just predicated to, I think what we all kind of think and what we all kind of know. Yeah. And he just kind of reiterated pretty much everything. So Indeed. yeah. Yeah. And what you uh, mentioned earlier about Sam Hargrave. Yeah. I thought we were talking about something else earlier, but I got on the same page. Away. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about potential things to talk about. So yeah, he's potentially, apparently there's a rumor out there that he directed an episode for, uh, the book of Boba Fett, and he which was is also... interesting. It's interesting that he yeah. would go from his normal role of stunt work over to directing. I know he has experience in directing, like he he worked with Extraction with with uh, Chris Hemsworth in 2020 right. with Netflix, right. and now he's recorded at least one episode of Book of Boba Fett. Um, and knowing his experience, I can only imagine how fast pace and or extravagant that episode that he directed may or may not be. Yeah. Um uh I think that he's got he's got a lot of experience though. He's worked with Suicide Squad, he's worked with the Russo brothers with Infinity War and Endgame and Avengers. Uh he's got a lot of stuff on his IMDB. So he's got a lot of experience. Um and that's just with stunt work. I'm not even talking about what he has done as uh, like a unit director. I can look that up real quick. Um, he has seven credits as a director, um, including Extraction. And then there is, I'm trying to see if I know any of these. These are all shorts, except for Extraction. So, yeah. 
Yeah, also coupled with that uh, rumor is the fact that there's a, po- a report that Dean Cundy, who's a legendary cinematographer who's worked on films like Jurassic Park, Back to the Future, worked on the book of Boba Fett as well. So that's exciting because I remember when they announced all the people that were going to be working on Rogue One, I think people got excited. And of course, Rogue One turned out great. Um, it had its issues behind the scenes, but I mean, the final product was was just phenomenal. So, yeah, he has that pedigree, and it's gonna. It feels like the Book of Boba Fett is gonna be another level up from the Mandalorian with tie-ins from. We talked about this so much on the podcast, but tie-ins from The Empire Strikes Back and other stories we know. Maybe we get the Huts. Maybe we get uh, Cobb Vanth back. Timothy Oliphant, who was nominated for an Emmy, um, and possibilities for flashbacks, too. I mean, how did he escape that Sarlacc? Oh. What happened? But you know what? Someone did bring up a pretty interesting theory. It's just a theory. It's not It's not what's being reported It's going to happen. But what if the Book of Boba Fett is Boba Fett in the Sarlacc pit the whole time? And what... <laughs> I know it sounds ridiculous at the beginning here, but hear me out. So... He's having flashbacks. He like his life is flashing before his eyes in the okay. like okay. So the flashing before his eyes is what the actual series is, and that's what we see. So you're saying we experience all of the stuff that happened before he went into the Sarlacc? Right. Right. Nothing after. Yes. That would be yes. interesting. Okay. I yeah. like like I mean I you're I, joining I, into a pretty weird uh, theory of Davis here. Well, it's not my theory. It's a theory I heard online. Okay. He says that the book of Boba Fett takes place at the at the beginning of the show. It's him and Sarlacc Pit, and he and his his life is flashing before his eyes. The end of this season is again him and the Sarlacc Pit getting out. I don't know. Well, no, I mean it could be halfway through the season and they show him get out, and then we catch up to the end of the Mandalorian season two, where he's taking the throne at Jabba's Mm -hmm. palace, and then we kind of continue from there. Then, of course, we get the the reintroduction of Cobb Vanth and the whole kind of underworld aspect of, of what we all kind of assumed that Book of Boba Fett's going to be. So You think episode one, he'll be in a starlight pit and it'll be him, his life flashing before his eyes? No, I don't necessarily think that. I'm just saying that's a pretty cool theory that I heard. What you Do you support that theory in, in any way or is it just something you're, you know, entertaining? It's just something I'm entertaining. I thought it was kind of cool because I, okay. I didn't even think of that. Just to have him in the pit the whole time, that would be kind of... Something unexpected that would yeah. be That'd totally be kind of would be very interesting. Yeah, playing against our expectations of what we were going to get. Um, but, but we definitely would get the answer to the question of how to get on Starlight Pit, which is a question we. I think had. we're going to get that answer in this series, yeah. and we'd be, I'd be upset if I didn't. And the fact that it's called the Book of Boba Fett, we're going to get every every episode is going to be a chapter, and of course, the Mandalorian already did that. But yeah, we're going to get chapter right. one, chapter two, and hopefully, it's. A lot of chapters. Hopefully, it's multiple seasons too. That'd be that'd be awesome. So, do you think the um, chapting will carry over, like into the Ahsoka show, and whenever the Rangers of the New Republic will come out? Yeah, there's supposed to be overlap because I think Kathleen Kennedy mentioned that. Oh well, well, well I, no, I mean I'm not talking about like the crossovers. I'm talking about like not episodes, but them being chapters. So, so I mean, so essentially, like the yeah. Mandalorian is a book. The Book of Boba Fett is a book. Ahsoka yeah. Tano is a book. Yeah. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. They could keep that theme going. 
but uh yeah it's uh it, it's i think december's coming quick i mean it's already august so we're more than halfway there to it's book august of boba fett mm-hmm. yay one step closer so colin did you have details on d23 um we i i mean i mean we kind of talked about it but uh uh and probably talked about it in the past already but they are definitely going to show stuff from the actual shows, actual footage, possibly even trailers. Uh, and yeah. and it's not just Star Wars stuff. Like it's it's yeah, it's everything. It's going to be you know you know Marvel and all that stuff. So we'll yeah. definitely see stuff for Kenobi. Um, like like small glimpses. Probably not a trailer. If we, if we got a trailer, I would be very surprised. I, I mean, I would be very happy. Um, but I think that. Uh, I think that the whole thing is going to be a mini star celebration again, kind of like that investors meeting that happened last year. I remember David and I were watching the live stream like for the for a couple <laughs> of hours, and they were just nonstop dropping amazing project names, and we were just flipping out the entire time. <laughs> oh, it was so cool. So, you yeah. know, who knows? We uh, might get new Star Wars projects that haven't even been announced yet. Like who who knows? Like the, um, yeah. but I'm kind of fearful because of COVID because of, because of, uh, at Disney now you do have, um, ask indoors and stuff. And well, I mean, they still might have the uh, D23. They might just not have an audience and they can still kind of record well, something. Oh, that would be I would feel man. bad because all those people bought tickets. So, but again, it's, it's already exactly a very exclusive thing. So, yeah, I mean, they could just limit their audience more. Well, right, but then, but then we can't see stuff. <laughs> We're not that exclusive, I guess. Well, there you go. <laughs> Watched it right, yeah. last year. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I I was over at one of the shops, and one of the um, cast members over there. Uh, was like, oh, so who's your favorite character? And I was like, oh, it's it's Max Rebo. And I think the biggest um, <laughs> worst about question your story is that you guys don't have enough Max Rebo merch. And and she's like, well, there's I'm trying to think where Max Rebo is. And I just pointed towards the sale barge, and I was like, yep, he's right there. You need more of that in the store. It's lacking, and and that's my only problem with Galaxy's Edge. And she was like, well, we'll we'll work on it. I'm like, no, you don't. Nope. Just gonna go to lunch and say, "Screw that guy." <laughs> <laughs> Who the heck is Max Rebo? Yeah, no. Uh, um, uh, one of the other cast members, like I, I, I was, I was talking about Max Rebo, and one of the cast members was like, "Who's, uh, who's Max Rebo?" And then oh, no. the other guy behind me, that was just like, "He's one of the greatest musicians in Star Wars of all time." How do you not know this? I'm like, "Thank you, random person, for backing me up. I appreciate that." What? <laughs> What that person said, and he's like, "Well, I had no idea." And I was like, "Well, that's crazy." But yeah, yeah, you're educating someone every day. Oh yeah, you should go play exactly. Sabacc with some random stranger. I am tempted to bring. I'm tempted to bring not money, but I'm tempted to bring Sabacc the the next time I go. And um, because of there's been like a bunch of open areas, like open tables, I noticed today, and I was like, you know what? It'd be really cool just to sit down and play Sabacc and see who wants to come and play. So you have to be there with like at least one other person, so you're not playing by yourself. No, well, yeah. 
Well, I mean, I you can't tree. do that because it's it's not like solitaire. <laughs> da 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 da. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, is there any other Star Wars news? Any other Star Wars stuff? Uh, I could talk all day about Star Wars stuff, but no more news. Yeah, um, no more news. No, we were we were just talking about our good friend uh, Sam Hargrave and his uh, directing work, potent or his directing work in uh, Book of Boba Fett. But that was pretty much the last thing. <clears throat> yep, two more episodes till the finale of the bad batch and it's gonna be so good i i mean i'm really curious of what's well, gonna happen um because i'm curious if it's gonna be like a rogue one death. situation where yeah who's gonna die that's a big question right we should have a dead pool captain Deadpool. nah just Deadpool. um but yeah there you go star stuff podcast episode. yeah like you ended it with a deadpool little ringtone yeah. That was cool. Da 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 da. There, I fixed it. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah. Yes. Star Stuff Podcast. We're also on Twitter. at Stuff Pod. We're on TikTok. I see. I get a lot of notifications saying people have followed us or liked our stuff. There you go. And I'm the one who started it all. You're welcome. Okay. And also one, Facebook, we have a page, bro, we have a group. You, can you tap his back for me real quick? <laughs> Pat him on the back. There we go. Thank you. I oh, there we go. All right, Facebook, Star Wars Stuff Podcast Group, and the Star Wars Stuff Podcast page. And, of course, on Patreon, I'm going to release a whole lot of stuff today. we got a couple of our stories. I might record a new one. Uh, Rogue hopefully Rumors, hopefully, with Colin at some point this week. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you can email us at Star Wars Stuff Podcast at Gmail. Yes. And we also still have our audibletrial.com forward slash stuff podcast if you want to join Audible. Go listen to some Star Wars books, guys. Come on. Yeah. There's the, some great, amazing stuff out there. And I, I it's mean, not and, just movies and, and TV to shows. To be honest, I would, if, if you're planning to go to Galaxy's Edge, I would highly recommend checking out some of the books that are based off Galaxy's Edge. Um, yeah, Brooks those books really tie couple, in, right? Yeah. Those like books tie in directly into the land, and it's so magical it's audible it, it's, it, it's done so well so i highly recommend reading those yeah go to audibletrial.com forward slash stuff podcast to get that uh free book if yeah. you're listening and also <clears throat> even if you don't listen to us on apple podcast go to apple apple podcast write a review give us five stars it helps out the podcast a lot it does if you don't have an iphone don't worry about it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think technically you can still get to Apple Podcasts. So. I think it is an app you can get in the Google Play Store, yeah. There's Universal, but no. And of course, if you're watching this on YouTube, thank you. But we are also on YouTube. For everyone listening, like and subscribe. We've got see our faces! Yeah, definitely. You can see all the pictures that I put up on screen. And uh, yeah. Pickers. We and talk about it. them all the time. Yeah. For Brooke, Matt, Colin, my name's David. May the force be with you. Always. Always.